Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, Director of Sales for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bone Training. You sounded unsure that you were still director. Did you catch that, that? You caught that, didn't you? I thought I'd slide. I thought I thought you're I still not this. saying. You're still not used to saying director. I I, I, slid, I thought I'd slide you, that by, uh, but it, there was a Freudian yeah, slip there. There was, a, there was a hesitation, wasn't there? There was a hesitation. Yes. Hmm. All right, Rob. Hey, big exciting news, Wayne, with Bona Training. You're kidding? No, no. Wow. Uh, we hmm. have set the date for the Christmas school. Everybody, write this down if you want to be part of that bona christmas school we did it last year we did it uh we did it a few years ago right before covid it was awesome people had a great time we had a lot of fun and um covid shut us down but we came back awesome last year um had an awesome time and this year like i said write this down it's gonna be december 12th and 13th so it's like uh Two weeks before Christmas, Mr. Ofredo does an amazing job. He gets, he does the whole place up with Christmas decorations, Christmas trees, presents under the trees for everybody. Um, so um, seven, seven months out, you thought this is the time to announce it. You know why? Why? Because we have had, I would say, Jeff and I have had already this year, about a dozen people ask, when is the Christmas school? Hey, hey. Yeah. Don't get mad at me. I just. I just, ain't. Uh, no. Um, I remember. Feels like you know, you're angry. I invited you last year. I know. So maybe you should put this down. I mean, how awesome would that be? Wayne and Santa in the same room at the same time. The Grinch. Uh, no, that's that that sounds uh, I see the pictures every year. That sounds like a lot of fun. But before that, you and I are going to do something exciting on June 7th in oh, New York. Taking it on the road, taking it yeah. on the road, on June, the floor, on the road. June 7th at the New Jersey RTC Regional Training Center, uh, Manalapan, uh, New Jersey. Uh, Rob and I are going to be there. We're going to we're going to do a demo on flow and uh, vertical. And Rob and I are going to be there. We're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, music and some food and uh, raffle and a good time. So um, anybody that's in that area, uh, or if you feel like taking your family to New York, gosh, I love New York. I I freaking love New New York. Be good. Spend a Stay there, then the next two or three days spend in, in New York would be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, what's I'm excited the, about what's the music. I didn't know we were having music. Um, well, Is that why you're having me down just to sing? Oh, no. Mm -mm. New York, New York. Hmm, not bad. I'll sing if you want. No, nah, it's okay. Do you uh, have a band coming? No, no, we're just gonna have some music. We have some fun, get together. Four guys get together, we'll have some drinks, we'll have some food, we'll uh just uh you know, we'll um do a, a quick little demo and uh it'll be a good time. Uh we'll have a big crowd for that. So that'll be exciting. June seventh. June seventh. Uh nice store prize giveaway. So anybody that's in the area. And that's at the uh, New Jersey 
Training yeah. Center, Manalapan, New York, Manalapan, New Jersey. Yeah. And the place is called the Pear Tree Plaza. I think it's right off of Route 33. Yeah. You want me to look up the address for that? Yeah. Yeah. I think well. I can find it quick. You've been there enough times. It's like a second yeah. home for you. It, <laughs> you don't know half of that. I don't have patience for anything anymore. I know you don't. It's Friday. You you said everybody you're terrible on Fridays. Our uh, my wife and I we go to this local Mexican restaurant, and uh, first of all the guy always gives me the bill. I've never once paid the bill. I've never once paid the bill, so I always hand it to Judy. And uh, when we go out to pay, you go to the counter to pay. I can't. Even, I don't even have the patience to stay there and pay. I walk outside. I just or I walk to the car. I just don't. I just don't. I'm running out of patience, man. As I'm getting older. You know, that means you're turning into a crotchety old man. You you don't want to do that. I'm I don't think I'm doing that. I really don't think I'm doing that. I just uh I just don't have the patience that I used to have. That's that's like the definition of a crotchety old man. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um Yeah. So did you find an address yet or what? I'm so close. Oh my gosh. All right, here we go. Okay, if what's the address, coming, Rob? If you're coming on June 7th or the 12th and the 13th of December for the Christmas school, it is 289 Route 33, Building C, Suite 4, Manalapan, New Jersey, 07726. Look for the sign when you get really close. It says Pear Tree Plaza. Pull into the Pear Tree Plaza. I like the second building on the right. You'll yeah. see it. Can't miss it. And then June 7th, we'll, uh, at our event, we'll give away t-shirts. And uh, it's, that's going to be a good time, man. I'm, I'm, you and I haven't been together in a long time, Rob. So it'll be, maybe we'll do a podcast from there for sure. You know, I'm and, thinking of bringing the, maybe I'll bring the grill down, just do some chicken or something too. That would be great. Yeah, if you yeah. could do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Okay. You might want to let Jeff Alfredo know so we don't also have a caterer there. You know, well, let me get, a, to get the catering and I'll just do some chicken. No big deal. I'm going to tell you the worst. There's always room for chicken. Chicken's like jello. Yeah. There's always room for jello. Let me tell you the worst distributor event I ever did. Um, <laughs> when, Bono, when Bono came out with a green sandpaper, remember years ago, like, it had to be about 10 years ago now at least. Well, I've been born in nine years. So say nine, nine or 10 years ago. So um, it's green. The, the sandpaper is green, right? So I yeah. said, I, I'm going to do this big event. Did I say this, tell this story before? Uh, no, I don't okay. remember this. One. Okay. Uh, so I thought, all right, I'm going to make a big deal about this with my distributor. I'm going to have this big function. One of our customers is, has a band. So we'll bring the band. Okay. Say, Bonus sandpaper is a green sandpaper, so it's green. I'm thinking um, right away. I'm thinking uh, bagpipes. So I hired a bagpiper from Craigslist. Don't ever do that ever, ever. Oh, I think I did tell this story. I don't know. You have the, the sandpaper Maybe it was with a different show and a different guy. I don't okay. remember this one. Okay, so the sandpaper 
you know, I, I called everybody, all right, this is a big event, and some pe- people from Bona flew in that shouldn't have flown in for this event. It's like, this is not, this, no, should not have flown in for this event, Tom. <laughs> um, so uh, I think we had like three boxes of sandpaper there because the, 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 the truck hadn't landed yet. So all this great big massive event, there were literally three boxes of sandpaper sitting on a, on a, on a, on a table. And I had the Irish bagpiper come in playing. <laughs> you ever see the movie Stonehenge? Where no. they, they did a documentary on uh, this band. It was like, it was a mockumentary or whatever. Um, uh, and this band, uh, they were going to have this great, you know, you know Stonehenge, right? In, in, the, in England? The big yes. stone, the big yes. stone, the massive stone. Yes. Okay. So anybody yep. that doesn't know, the Stonehenge in, in the, or Stonehenge's, in their Stonehenge, I can't remember what the hell it is. It's in England. I seen it when I was a kid in England. But here's how we saw everything as kids. We drove by it down like 60 miles an hour. <laughs> Your man didn't even downshift. It's like one of the wonders of the world. We didn't even stop. We didn't even we didn't even slow down. It was like you could see it you know, there, but we didn't even stop. But anyhow, um, yeah, we got that in Kentucky. Uh, so. Um, the Stonehenge are massive. There's this massive stone formation that nobody knows to this day how they actually got there. How do you well, know? That's what the, I mean, that's you, you, Wikipedia. You drove by it at 60. You didn't well, see it. We saw it, but, you know, that's what they say. No one knows how they actually got there. This big, massive stone formation. Yes. In this, in this rock band, this rock band uh, documentary, uh, they said, all right, we're, here's what we're going to do. We're going to come out. And we're going to have Stonehenge, the stones come down on the stage behind us, like this, you know, massive boulders, like come back behind us as we're rocking out, the music is playing, the, the smoke is going everywhere, and we'll have these Stonehenge come down from the ceiling and land on the stage, these big, massive boulders, right? All right, so they get on stage and they're playing, and here comes the boulders. The problem is, wh- whoever scaled this, they were like 30 inches high all the rocks <laughs> so anyhow that's what uh when i did my uh my big demo day that i put out all the flyers for that i hired this this yo-yo from uh from craigslist this guy was he had a he had a squirrel pelt on his uh on his stomach uh for on his belt and um and he come thing you know in with the bagpipes you know me behind him and then we should have a spotlight on the table with three belt three boxes of belts there And the band was playing. The, it was a. Uh, I don't want to say anything. So who came in for that? VP of sales. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I invite the, the yeah. director. Come in yeah. for that. Sometimes you don't need to invite everybody. That's yeah. what I learned out of that. Exactly. I'll also yeah. tell you that I'll tell you that my worst day. You at sent out invitations and people answered. Oh yeah. Well, hey, good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. We'd yeah. love to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wayne's having bagpipes and everything, and three boxes of sandpaper. Mm-hmm and um an empty warehouse so um and the craigslist guy wanted his money right away i'm sure he's been burned before was he any good he knew two songs but when you're bagpiper that's all you really have to know but um and i'll I'll, hopefully one of them was taps there's two reasons taps for you over and over and over and over there's two reasons I should have been, I should, my career shouldn't have lasted this long at Bona. That was one of them. And the second one was shortly before that when um, 
when I ran out of gas on the on the uh, on the Bay Bridge with the uh, with the uh, the the most important person, the at vice Bonner. president of the company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, ran out of gas. I, you know, I love that story, but you know what I love even better hmm. when he tells it. Yeah, I yeah. love when he tells that story. That was the most mortifying day of my entire life. Boy, you talk to enough floor guys, you get more stories. Uh, the other day, uh, about two weeks ago, I was talking to Sprig Lynn. Um, you know, something was going on. So him and I were talking back and forth about whatever it was. I forget what it was about. But then um, we just started laughing about, he was talking about some of the stories that he heard us tell. And he was kind of, you know, laughing about this and that. And mm-hmm. he goes, hey, I got a story for you. He goes, tell this. He goes, if you want, you can just tell it as your story. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm desperate, but, uh, you know, let me hear the story first. He says, so me and the guys were working and we're on like our third job of the day. You know, we're on our third job of the day and we have not we had no time to eat at all not and he goes and we just had to keep chugging and chugging he says so i'm on this third job and i look over and i see this big huge goblet of peanuts and he's like i i I love peanuts so he runs over grabs a handful and he's eating them you know and he goes that's pretty good and he goes back to work they're working he runs back in grabs another handful literally goes back you know like a third handful finally the old woman who owns the joint she comes in and he goes ma'am i just gotta tell you i'm really sorry he said i am starving and i've been eating your peanuts i'll you know replace them whatever and she goes uh, oh no 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 I, I i don't eat those i just suck all the chocolate off and then throw them oh. into that goblet oh, oh dear god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, real, I, I uh, lost it oh my on gosh. that one and then he's talking again we <laughs> so we, I, I'm cracking up over that one and he starts telling another story where this not wow. even a customer of his is calling him and asking him question after question after question and it's not even his customer. Hmm. So finally he goes, ma'am, um, you must have me mistaken for the library. I'm a bookstore. <laughs> and I said, oh, that is. I go, that one I might steal from myself. That's, pre- that's pretty good. I, I like that. Yeah. Because how many times do we do that, right? Yep. How many times do people, right? And he said, that is just, that was just classic Sprague, ma'am. Yeah. I'm not the library. I'm the bookstore. That, so gotta give, I, I love gotta that. Gotta give a shout out to Sprague on that one. Hmm. Um, you remind me. I was at a I was at a football game one time, and there was a really old lady sitting next to me on, on my right, and I was a, uh, I was a, uh, <laughs> I had a diet diet Pepsi. I put down on the side, right, in a, in a bottle, and uh, you know, I was you know, watch the game, whatever. Once in a while, take a drink out, whatever. And then um, I, I then realized that I seen her reach down there and take a drink out of it. And I'm thinking, oh, what the hell is she doing? She drink, you know, 
And then I realized mine was on the other side. I was drinking hers the whole time. She got a big bag of popcorn in front of her. <laughs> She's like 80 years old. I don't know her. Oh, oh my gosh. Nice. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, one more thing I want to talk about. We did uh, we did a school a two day school up in Toronto last week. It was uh, a BCC class, and um, I've noticed that at the three day schools, I get a lot of people that I've seen from five or six years ago. And you know, I used to think to myself, man, and they were you know five years ago, I just saw you. But I was thinking of everything that we're doing in the schools now compared to what we were doing five years ago. Hmm. Think of all of the new stuff. So, you know, just when you think, oh, it's, you know, the bone of three day school might not be as fresh as it used to be. No, I, I literally said to D the other day, I go, man, we have so many new things going on between diamond plates and flow and red out and steel plates and wire brushing and you know the the oil the mixing of the stains and the oils and the colors and the glaze system i said i i need that fourth day back we need Hmm. another day Hmm. so you know just when you think oh things might be getting stale over bona no no way i mean we are we spend so much time now doing the the new stuff. It's like we're really, I could really use another day on these classes because we are just flying now. You uh, you mentioned Sprigley and I was talking to him this morning and uh, about the power drive. And um, isn't it funny that, you know, he was talking about his experience with it now, whatever, and I was talking about my brothers and my, you know, my brother Doug said, you know, and uh, I they've have to be standing now 36 years or so or maybe more now in the industry that's a lot of experience you know and uh Doug goes you know what Wayne I don't know how we would go back to sanding floors any other way without the power drive now I mean it's such a part of our system now he goes I would even hate to even think about it he goes and and this I've said it before Doug hated the power drive until we got the weights for it once we got the weights for it and he then then it's it's uh, every job now and I was talking to Sprig that, you know, you're going to get guys that come in the trade now in the next, you know, last five years or so that that's part of their life so much that, um, you know, for us, remember back in the day, if you had a hallway that was like four feet wide by 40 feet long, going the wrong direction, how much effort went into your know, meticulous sanding techniques with the edger and clocking the edger and, you know, all these different things you had to do. And then you put the first coat on, you have to look and make sure, hope it's dead flat. You don't have anything going on. You'll have a guy that's been in the trade for, you know, just no time at all and turning out perfect floors. Those guys will never appreciate old guys like us, will they? They'll never understand that how hard that was for us. You know what I mean? When we didn't have that tool. I mean, really, if you think about it, that was like, that was, that was a of a skill set to be able to do that and have no issues whatsoever, dead flat, no edge marks, perfectly, just a perfectly sanded uh, 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 room. Now these guys are gonna come in and not have any of that baggage or any of that experience from from what we had to go through. You realize that? That hallway you just mentioned was was two hours of hard plating for me. Yeah. 
That's what it was. That was it was two hours of just and the old fashioned hard play. Mm-hmm. Remember the yeah. sixteen inch bolt on paper. Yeah, bolted on, yep. The steel plate. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Now with the power drive, it's like Yeah. Now we sound like old crotchety old man. Oh, you kids. Yeah. You kids don't know how lucky you have mm-hmm. it. It's we used cool. to have to cut our own radiator paper. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyhow, how things have changed. So listen, also, I just want to mention, too, that we have a podcast coming up after this one that uh, I think is going to be a really good podcast. Uh, Adam Bissey from uh, Floors by the Shore out of New Jersey uh, wrote an article for, for uh, the, I think it was Wood Floor Business Magazine. I've seen it in, and I've seen it on, I've had it on Facebook and whatever. I've read it twice. I sent it out to my team, in fact. Uh, it's a great article on moisture and well thought out and i think one of the best articles i've ever seen he went into such great detail with this uh with this article he's very well respected and uh uh you know i i twisted his arm and he said he's gonna he'll come on the podcast with us and uh so i look forward to having that that's gonna be next week and uh, having him on will be a, a real treat uh, great guy great craftsman very passionate and so there's a lot of things we can talk to him about that but i really want to talk about that article he wrote um, I have two things I thought were very interesting that I was going to say in that podcast and I forgot to. I saw this the other day where they brought they brought 10 women in. And um, they uh, they said, OK, we're going to make we're going to do the experiment. We're going to make you up and put it with the makeup artists are going to put a, a scar like on your face and like a disfigurement on your face. OK. And. Um, that when they got done, then they're going to say, well, then we want you to go interview for jobs and see, see if, see if you feel like you're being discriminated against because of the, because of the scar on your face or um, what have you. So they said, okay. So they brought in these, these makeup artists, you know, like Hollywood type makeup artists, and they would do each one of them a different type of disfigurement on their face or a scar or whatever. And they would show the ladies, they say, okay, this is what it looks like. And they go, okay. So, um, then they go, well, hey, let's do one more touch up before you're done. So let's dial in this a little bit more. What they didn't tell them is what they did is they removed all that makeup now. Okay. So th- from there, they brought them in to be inter- to, to interview for these jobs. And then they got done. They said, how was the experience? What did you, you know, what did you, how did you feel? During this? And, and it was amazing how many of them came back and said, I could tell I wasn't going to get the job because the way they looked at me. And because of because uh, my disfigurement, I could tell already that they dismissed me just by the way they were talking to me because they were blamed. Isn't that interesting? Wow, that's sad. What is? What do you mean it's sad? That's great. It's not what, great. What does that say about people? It's all in your head. It's all in your head. Yeah. So these things that you worry about and you carry around with you that uh, you think people see or whatever. Uh, um, <laughs> although, I don't have any of that. You don't know. You're no. so you're, you're yeah. lucky, man. You're born <laughs> exactly. under a good star. <laughs> um, the other thing is, um, I, I, I also um, was listening to uh, this thing I thought was very interesting, too, is why dumb people think they're actually smart. And I think this is pretty fascinating. Like you ever, you ever talk to like, sometimes you'll see like a homeowner, for instance, 
they're like they're adamant about a certain situation on the floor, right? They know, boom, with 100% certainty, it's such and such on the floor, right? The reason that happens is like, um, if you don't know a lot about something, you don't think there's a lot to know about something sometimes. You know what I mean? You 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 listening to me or are you watching your phone? What do you no, want? What, what do you want? What do you I'm on TikTok scrolling now? through. Uh, whenever I get a podcast idea, I put it in my notes. So I'm mm-hmm. listening to you and scrolling through. I, I would appreciate the, uh, some eye contact. A little, a little, a little. Okay, every once con- in a while, I got mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. So mm-hmm. they, you, they, yeah, they I don't, know you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't realize what they don't know. For instance, like I, um, the more you start to learn about it, the less you you you, you realize you don't know much at all. That there, there's so much more you don't even know. The more you become an expert at something, the more you realize there is so much more to know you don't even know. You know you know what I'm getting at. Let's take basketball for instance. Like I like watching basketball, mm-hmm. and and um, I'll tell you that I yeah I know the game of basketball. I know I watch basketball all the time. But if I was to tell someone, yeah, absolutely, I do. I know, I know basketball. I know a lot about basketball. Well, if I studied basketball, like feet positioning, you know what I mean, and hand checking, and and the strategies and different defenses and all that stuff, I'd real, I'd really know that I don't know much about basketball at all. So I think that's why stupid people sometimes think they're smart. Mm-hmm. They 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 just don't have any idea how much they don't know, and they don't have the wherewithal to understand that I sometimes I sometimes um, am jealous of stupid people how so yeah their life must be I didn't did I say your life I hope I didn't no, say you your said life. their life they're okay their life must be so much easier you know what I mean it is a, it's it very it's simple yeah 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 oh oh absolutely and I would yeah. think that that would be sometimes I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, absolutely. I look at my cat sometimes. <laughs> and I think their life is so much easier than mine. They, they don't even know what a mortgage is. They don't know what they don't know that, that there's gonna be a storm coming. You know what I mean? They don't know that there's a tornado watch right now. That's what you think of when you see your cat. Well, that's one of the things I think of sometimes. You know, when you were just saying you don't know squat about basketball. Mm hmm. My grandsons are playing baseball now, mm-hmm. and now it's starting to get a little competitive. They're playing real games. They're out of yeah. t-ball. So I've been trying to, you know, I, I've I've played baseball all my life, so I think I can throw a ball, swing a bat, pretty good, right? And you know, I I noticed that. Other kids were doing it a lot different than than I held a bat. And these kids who were holding it completely different were really hitting the ball. Now, my poor grandson is holding the bat the way I taught him. Mm. Kajastremski style from the early 1970s. So I started looking at some stuff online. How to throw a ball, how to swing a bat stance all that stuff and i couldn't agree more with what you were just saying like you don't know nothing about basketball now that i've been watching these videos 
I can see huge improvements, not only in their swing and my swing too, but it's completely different. And like, I couldn't believe you were just saying that about basketball, how easy you thought, how you knew the game until mm -hmm. you really started to figure the game out. You know, I keep having this reoccurring nightmare. Uh oh. That um, that and I've had it a few a while back to go that Judy left me. Okay. So Judy leaves me. We're divorced. I marry some, I marry some redheaded chick, in back in the country. Okay, with three redheaded stepchilds, step stepkids. Okay, and we live in a trailer, and it's broken down trailer. And here's 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 the nightmare that keeps <laughs> that keeps coming coming up. God knows where you're going with this. She screams at me. Where did all that California money go? <laughs> I, I've probably had that three or four times now. Where did all that California money go? Where the hell is this dream coming from? Well, you said teaching, when you said teaching your grandkids about, about hitting the ball with a baseball, I was thinking, if they're my stepkids, there's less pressure on teaching them how to hit the ball. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, I I got one for you. I was teaching up in Canada this week. Oh, my God. Please don't. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. So a guy in the class says to me, so uh, how was it coming through the border? Uh, and and I said, oh, man, they, they asked a whole new set of questions. I go, I've been coming over the border for, I don't know how long. And I said, usually it's a, do you have any fruit? I said, this time they said, do you have any firearms? Really? I said, yeah. They said, do you have any firearms? I go, nope, no firearms. Then she says, do you own any firearms? I said, yeah. She goes, where are they? It's not your business. They're back in my house. And she goes, okay. You know, so I told that little ditty. Mm -hmm. And the guy goes, perfect story for the podcast. You know how Wayne hates your... <laughs> I go, oh, you were looking for a boring cross-the-border uh, story. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Yeah, that's it. He goes, that's perfect. You can use that one. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> Was that coming back into America or going into Canada? Going into Canada. Hmm. Now, another thing I saw... Usually when you go through the U.S., you, nobody stops. You just go right through the U.S. Yeah. Nobody stops you till you get to the Canadian border. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. You're going in, so you just fly by. This time in the U.S., they had all sorts of dogs, trucks, and everything. And the U.S. guys were looking through everybody's car and truck as they were leaving the U.S. to go into Canada. Just another part of the boring going to canada stories you doubled down didn't you like yeah. you, had, you had gotten a good one in there and then you you bed on that one that's okay but i couldn't believe somebody in the class wanted to hear a boring a boring border crosser story and uh he got exactly what he was looking for and said oh now you can use that one on the show. That's horrible. Mm, that's good stuff. Um, back to homeschooling. 
I, I like to homeschool kids and then like just completely make up words that make no sense whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, you, like for, for lunch, just make up another word, like the, the whole map of the, the world and everything, just, just completely make up everything you tell them is completely wrong. Steve Martin did a skit on that. You're kidding. Teach your kids to, no, teach your kids to talk wrong. Hmm. He said, so the first day in school, the, your kid goes up to the teacher and says, can I mom move dog face to the banana patch? <laughs> <laughs> which, which meant I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, I met him. Really? Yeah. I met him in San Francisco. Uh, he's in a, he tours with the bluegrass band, he plays a banjo. And uh, I met him in, in that capacity. He didn't, doesn't want to talk, you know, when he's doing that, he doesn't want to talk anything about comedy or SNL or any of that kind of stuff at all. Uh, he's a pretty serious musician. So you got a big tournament coming up next week, huh? I do. I oh do. man. I wish I could be there for that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you what, what we're going to do. I fished with the same guy for about 30 years. He is the most competitive person I've ever met in my life. And he'll probably tell you the same thing about me. Um, he's, he's coached, uh, he didn't even know anything about girl softball, but he had a couple girls, his daughter started playing softball. So they needed someone to help out. So he would shag balls or whatever. Well, in a, in a couple of years, he's head coach and won two North coast, uh, uh, state championships, at least two of them. And uh, the guy is unbelievably competitive. And if you were to ask him today, hey, um, I know you fish with Wayne. Um, is he any good? He will tell you that beyond a shadow of a doubt, he'll, he'll no question in his mind, he's a way better fisherman than me. Uh, he'll tell you that beyond with no reservation. And he believes it with every bone in his body. We fish together in the same boat for 30 years. And I will tell you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, not a, no doubt in my mind, not one doubt of, in my mind that I'm better than him. So, but there's, we have no real way of knowing other than, I mean, because we fish together all the time, because if you're fishing in the same boat, somebody's making up the decision where to go. You know what I mean? Someone has the front of the boat. Someone has an advantage, okay? So now, after all these years, we've, uh, we looked on a map. I said, all right, you live in McKinney, Texas. I live in East Tennessee. Let's let's find the exact middle of where we, we live. And the exact middle is a lake in Mississippi. And uh, so I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go get this done once and for all and figure out who the best fisherman is. You take your boat. I'll take my boat. We'll meet in the middle. It's two days. And and um, we're going to find out who the best. Now, I have researched this lake, Paul, uh, Rob. I have researched this lake. I've researched every new bass fishing technique that's come out of Japan and North Korea in the last five years because they've some incredible techniques over there. Uh, I know. Really? Yeah, oh my gosh, yes. The lakes in Japan are very high pressured lakes. So they have to be very subtle, uh, um, very um, um, technique or, oriented approaches that they use, all right? Very finesse. And uh, so they're super good at it. So they've got some stuff over here that a lot of guys over here may not know. So um, it's so I've researched like you can't believe. Okay, so I went on a fishing website in Mississippi to ask about that lake, and they have to put punch in your username. 
the username I used was his last name because I know he's going to do the same thing. He's going to see that. And he did. So <laughs> this tournament and, and the loser has to go on Facebook and say, I just want to recognize that Paul Bucciolato, excuse me. I just want to recognize that, that I am, a, uh, that, that Wayne Highlander is a much better fisherman than I am. And he's always been a better fisherman than I am. And, and that's the, that's, that's it. You're going to, that's this it. Is, Finally, this, this is, is the, the tournament of yes. your life. I cannot lose this tournament. This is the biggest tournament of your life. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's for, uh, it's every day is for a milkshake. Uh, so whoever wins, it's a, it's two days, first day, two day no tournament, shake. total yep. weight. Yep. Cannot lose this tournament, man. I, he talks I too much. You, I wish I was there. I wish I could go just as a judge. I, I'd like to be the judge. Then. Yeah. Cause I definitely be impartial the, uh, the other way. Oh, I'm sure you would root for him <laughs> like no other. <laughs> so who's better, who, who's better looking? Oh, um, and that's that. That's a tie. A tie. tie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. We both lost. All right, Rob. I appreciate everything and all your. Um, I joke around about your your uh, your input, but uh, limited uh, limited input. Limited input. <laughs> but uh, thanks for everything, Rob. I appreciate doing this with you every every uh, every week. So, um, and I uh, look forward to uh, the next one, buddy. Two hundred and seven in the yes, sir. All right. Adam Bissy next week with a great, great episode. It's going to be up there with uh, with Howard Brickman and uh, John Namba on moisture, very in-depth. So, yeah, don't, you don't want to miss that one. So thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it very much. And it's been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.